Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Yellow Noise. I'm Ellen. And I'm Polly. It's been two years since COVID started and we're sad to report that we finally caught the virus. So this week we're going to be sharing our COVID experience and our sick day remedies. As a quick disclaimer before we jump in, please do not take any medical advice from us. So to start things off, can you recap our group's COVID experience, Ellen? So unfortunately, in the midst of Omicron, we did celebrate a good friend's 30th birthday. And we were obviously trying to be as safe as possible. I think a number of us had tested negative before coming. But like, just with the rate things have been going, it's so hard to get tested right now. And it's so hard to get results in an appropriate time frame that it's kind of unfeasible at this point to ask everyone like even rapid tests you can't really get those so we got as tested as we could but unfortunately a bunch of us are in Arizona which probably isn't the best place to try to like navigate against Omicron uh so we definitely contracted COVID while we were there I believe and one by one our group fell (laughs) And one by one, people were contracting COVID, people were getting symptoms. And it was actually really scary at the beginning because just hearing the first person say like, hey, I kind of have a cough. And then just seeing the first positive test, Mm -hmm. you were just like, oh, well, this is the end for us. Surprisingly, I still have tested negative as of my most recent test, but that was quite a while ago because again, like There's just been so many testing delays, but I'm not super optimistic about my results. I think, Polly, you tested positive pretty early on. You were probably Mm -hmm. like the third person to feel symptoms, right? Yeah. Yeah. So there was 14 of us that went to Scottsdale as of today. I think 11 of us have positive results, but it's not to say the other three people don't, including Ellen, don't have COVID. It's probably just like the delays in testing or like the time at which you tested because what's also interesting is yeah so we went to Scottsdale and got back right before the new year and everyone was feeling fine on return and Mm -hmm. then yeah slowly people got symptoms but everybody tested right when we got back and nobody had COVID yeah we all took well not everyone a lot of people just like as many people who had a rapid test on hand Mm -hmm. yeah so like for example between myself and Casper we took three rapid tests over two or three days, which were the three days like following Scottsdale. And even as I was starting to get symptoms, we were still testing negative. So I was like, oh, this is crazy. Like, do I just have a cold? And I'm just like freaking out for no reason because I haven't gotten sick in basically two years and I don't know what being sick is like anymore. And then Monday I go get like a real lab PCR and I get hit with the the real positive test. And I was like, damn. (laughs) We were like, oh no, it was the, it was the first time we had seen a positive test from that mm-hmm. testing provider too. Cause that's like the main San Francisco testing venue, I guess we could call it that. Mm-hmm. And we were all like, oh, so that's the shade of red that they use <laughs> for a positive test. <laughs> it's a very ominous shade of red. It is like the, the green is like a nice, like highlighter neon green. It's like, yeah, you're negative. And then the red is like the color of blood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what kind of COVID symptoms did you have? So ironically, even though I am one of the later ones to receive a positive test, I feel like I got hit with the symptoms the hardest. Maybe only one other person seemed to get a fever, but I definitely had a fever Mm. for two days. I had like a very like 
I had like two coughs Monday night <laughs> and then Tuesday I really got like thrown into the thick of it and then mm-hmm. Wednesday and Thursday I was just like out of commission for sure I had a fever both Wednesday and Thursday and the peak was 100.9 like like pretty much 101 almost. oh wow yeah and then I had really bad body aches it just like felt I couldn't get out of bed and then a lot of brain fog headaches Mm -hmm. and I still have a pretty bad cough the whole time I was like dude all these news articles saying it's mild (laughs) does not feel mild to me like I also haven't gotten the flu or sick in a really long time Mm -hmm. because I always get the flu shot so I was just like oh my god I haven't had a fever in like years and I forgot how it felt like and it's really it's hard Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so do you have a uh, like a body thermometer to test. I do. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I don't actually have a thermometer. So I was using our meat thermometer. Oh my God. No, that's not the same. <laughs> well, it's just testing a temperature. So what's the difference? <laughs> but it's probably not very accurate. So I actually don't know if I had a real fever because when I checked with the meat thermometer under my tongue, it was like borderline like 99. So mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know. But I definitely had chills. So the very first day, I was like, oh, it's just a little throat tickle but I'm like I think I'm starting to have symptoms and then Monday Tuesday I had pretty bad chills a really bad cough and then pretty bad headache and then by Tuesday I think Tuesday to Wednesday was the worst of it and my mm-hmm. my throat was so sore like I've never mm-hmm. had a sore throat like that before because I've never had yeah. strep or anything really similar to that and so it was pretty much, that was like the worst part of it. I was like, is this what my life is now for like forever? Like, (laughs) will my throat just never recover from this? And then, and then just as quickly as it hitting me, it passed like by Thursday, sore throat gone. And I was like, what Mm -hmm. the hell? And then by Friday, like everything else gone. And so now I'm just having like a small cough every once in a while. But I will say that as I was going through it, maybe it is because I just haven't been sick in a long time, but the COVID sickness felt a little different. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Do you know, like when you have a cold or something, you can always kind of tell like right before it, it's coming like, oh, you think you're not going to feel well the next day. And there's like something in the way that it tastes in your sinuses that it's like, oh, I think I'm going to have a cold. It wasn't the same like taste in my mouth. And so I was very surprised by that. I was like, oh, it actually feels like a different disease. Yeah. Just like smacked you in the face and said, <laughs> yeah, I did feel like the symptoms escalated very quickly, similar to what you said about started as a slight tickle and then mm-hmm. you're like full blown sore yeah. throat. Normally, I feel like the sore throat is a gradual process, but I felt the same. It was just like one day I woke up and my throat was killing me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just hoping that we don't experience any like long COVID symptoms at this point. Yeah. I know, but thankfully it didn't seem like anyone had issues breathing at the very least. So mm-hmm. we can thank the vaccines <laughs> for that. But yeah, like be careful out there, guys. COVID sucks. Yeah. So then since 14 or whatever of us are quarantining right now, Ellen had a really good idea to do a meal swap between all of us. So do you want to tell everybody what uh, we did for that? Yeah, so... Obviously, we were all going to be home this weekend quarantining, and it felt a little sad. But at the end of the day, it sounds weird, but there's no other group I would rather get COVID with. Because it did kind of feel like we were all in this together. 
Yeah. <laughs> Especially and like the first the first couple COVID tests, you're like, ooh, that's awkward. And then after half the group has had it, you're like, oh, I kind of I kind of want to feel left out. <laughs> yeah, like how do I join the club? <laughs> but yeah, I thought it would be nice to at least have something to look forward to this weekend. Unfortunately, it's like the first weekend of the new year and everyone's just like <laughs> home either by themselves or with their partner. So I thought it would be fun to do a DoorDash dinner swap, which I had done with a different friend group at the beginning of the quarantine. <laughs> the concept is that you DoorDash dinner for someone else. So everyone like gets a surprise dinner Friday night. And the part I love about it is you most likely get something that you wouldn't typically order for yourself. So it's really fun to just like discover new restaurants. And it's really fun with a big group. Like previously I was doing it with a group of three people. So (laughs) it's not that exciting. But since so many of us had COVID, we were able to do a lot of meal swaps this Friday. Yeah. And we had people join in from Oakland and then also from LA too. So Mm -hmm. that was really cool that you can do this even though you're so far apart. What food did you get and what food did you give? So Yoav and I received Korean food from this place in Japantown called Daeho for anyone in the Bay Area, which is super popular. And we got a meat bibimbap, like a stone pot Mm. meat dish, as well as um, the soup that were the boat, like the beef bone soup. So it's like almost Mm. milky because the beef bones have been, I guess, braised. I don't think braised is the right word, but cooking for so long. (laughs) Boiled for so long, yes. So that was really comforting since we were obviously sick. Mm -hmm. And then we gave, actually, we got Polly and Casper as (laughs) our team that we were supposed to deliver to. And I knew that Casper really likes plantains and Polly really likes the Brazilian cheese ball. So I thought Latin American food would be really exciting for them. And there is this new restaurant that opened in 2021, I'm pretty sure, in the Tenderloin called Chao Pascal. That's a Latin American restaurant. And I heard really great things. And I know all the businesses in the Tenderloin are really suffering right now because of just a lot of the crime that's happening there right now. So I thought it'd be great to support that business and ordered Polly and Casper a couple of things like yeah, a lot of food. <laughs> yeah. It was under the budget of $60 per order. Yeah. So the cheese balls, fried chicken that came with plantains, arepas, as well as a salad, and then the alpha jores, which are the like shortbread cookies with caramel in the middle. Those were so good. It was nice to have like all these different courses. (laughs) Yeah, I thought it'd be nice to like have, you know, the whole the whole nine yards. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah, obviously we received food from Ellen and Yoav and it was super good. And yeah, I think it was definitely food that we would have ordered for ourselves. So the taste was like perfect, but it was from a restaurant that I'd never heard of. So I think that was really cool to like discover a new place. And then we ordered for Yoni and Nisu, basically like Taiwanese, like small bites from a Taiwanese cafe. Yeah. So my thinking behind that was like, where's a place that they'll never have tried themselves, but that I think they'll really enjoy the food and that like I personally really like that I wanted to share with them. And because it's kind of like a small bites cafe, I was able to order a bunch of different things for them, which was cool. So then the first first things was like, we just got like two bobas for them. So I got one panda milk tea and then one 
passion fruit mango green tea. Oh, that's and my then, favorite passion fruit mango yeah. green tea. <laughs> and then the classic basil popcorn chicken, also the chicken wings. And then there was homemade gyoza from the restaurant. Oh, so um, now. <laughs> and then we also did a sweet potato for vegetables because <laughs> there was like no veggies in that dish. And then we also did takoyaki. And then we, for dessert, we sent them egg puffs. Oh yeah, the egg puffs bomb. And I usually don't like egg puffs, but those were so smooth looking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so hopefully they enjoyed it. I feel like ours was the most different slash random like it wasn't like an entree kind of thing but hopefully they still enjoyed it (laughs) it was really fun to see everyone's pictures of what they got because I think that's again like the best part of it just discovering restaurants and just that feeling of having something like a surprise to look forward to is a Mm -hmm. nice treat when you're sick yeah and I do think that everything that everyone sent was very indicative of their like personalities so I thought that was really yeah, fun. <laughs> very, very thoughtful. <laughs> Moving on from our COVID experience, let's chat about our general sick days. So did you take a lot of sick days as a kid? So I did not. And I was thinking about this this week in particular because I ended up taking almost like two sick days from work like not officially I wasn't like completely online but I, I let my manager know I wasn't feeling well ironically my manager was also not feeling well <laughs> but I like put my status as you know like feeling sick will be slow to respond and pretty much like didn't mm-hmm. do any work in the afternoons mm-hmm. but growing up as a kid I never took sick days like I think I had perfect attendance as like my middle school graduation or like elementary school graduation award or something because I always felt I don't know I just like felt so guilty about it and it wasn't like my parents you know didn't want me to take sick days like if I actually had sick my mom's like don't go to school Mm -hmm. but it was like knowing that I would have extra homework the next day or like when Mm -hmm. I got back just really held me from wanting to take a sick day as a child. I was very similar. So I hardly ever took sick days as a kid. And I definitely also got a lot of those like perfect attendance awards in elementary school. The only one that I can really remember was that there was this like one week period in the third grade or something where I came down with like a really bad stomach problem. I don't know. It was just like really, really painful. Um, They never really figured out like what, if anything was happening or if it was just like, I don't know, in my head. But I even like went and got like an ultrasound and everything so they could check like to see if there was like something wrong in my stomach. But then like after a week or two, it just passed and I was fine. But I think during that one or two week period, I missed school like once or twice, like one day to go to the doctors and then one day just because I was like, I'm feeling so terrible, like I can't go to school. And I just kind of remember it feeling like, I guess, like cramping or something. So other than that, yeah, I didn't really take any sick days. I definitely went to school sick. If I, even if I was feeling sick, so that's probably not great. But I just like think like that's what we did back then. <laughs> and then this week, I didn't te- technically take any sick days either. I did tell my team and my manager on Sunday night that 
that was before I even tested positive, but I was like, I'm starting to feel some symptoms. I came into close contact with someone with COVID, so I shouldn't come into the office. And then as a precautionary measure on Monday, our CEO was just like, nobody come in this week because I wasn't the only one with a COVID scare and everyone was feeling some type of way. So he was like, we're just doing planning meetings this week. Nobody come in unless you really have to, and we'll just do everything like remotely. So that was really good. And yeah, Monday, Tuesday, I was online, but definitely like the brain fog and the headache were hitting me. So definitely wasn't a hundred percent, but I was still like working because we had pretty long planning meetings that I had to be there for. So I was like, I'll just like sit and try and participate as best as I can. And then as the week went on, it it was kind of fine. So, yeah. Well, I'm really appreciative of that sentiment of like, hey, nobody come in because Truly, COVID cases are through the roof right now. It feels like everyone in San Francisco and a lot of major cities has COVID. And Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people do still feel that guilt of like being sick. But at the same time, we're just coming back from the holidays. It's Mm -hmm. the new year. We should be hitting the ground running because I definitely felt a lot of that guilt. And it really... I think it is the leadership's responsibility to take it upon themselves to prioritize their employees' health and just say like, nobody work or like nobody come into the office this week so that everyone feels that they can comfortably take care of themselves at home. Yeah, that's a really good point. And I definitely was super appreciative of that because, yeah, I I think with how small my company is, there is some pressure to feel like, oh, we should be going in, putting in FaceTime. Like it's hard to have a lot of those quick hallway conversations, but they've really made it work and like made us not feel like that pressure. And one actually function or feature that I've been using a lot more is the Slack huddle feature. Do you use this ever? No, I've never used it. Yeah. So I'm sure it exists on other platforms, but on Slack, basically, like if you're in a chat with someone, like in a private message and you look all the way at the bottom on the left-hand bar, there's like start a huddle. And so if you just toggle into that, essentially your mic is on and you can screen share, but it's no video. And so it's just like, if you want to quickly like clarify something with someone or like ask them a question you can just start the huddle and they can choose to join like they don't it's not like you automatically Mm -hmm. are just like talking to them but then they can just like hop in the huddle real quick you can have a quick chat and then you can just hop off and so that does feel very reminiscent of me leaning over tapping someone on the shoulder and being like hey like can you check this real quick and then going back to your own thing so yeah oh that's awesome So for this week that we were all ill, what are some of your sick bay remedies for that time? So specifically with COVID, because my throat was just killing me, I did do a lot of hot honey water to help like resolve some of the pain in my throat. So I think on like Tuesday and Wednesday, that's basically all I drank was like continuously reheating the water in the kettle and then just squirting a ton of honey in my cup and then mixing it all up and drinking that straight for like the two days. With Um, tea or no tea? Sometimes with tea, sometimes with no tea. If I had a tea bag in there already, then I like just threw it in. But if not, I was like, I just need something for my throat to, to calm it down. And then... Other than that, I've always tried not to take a ton of medicine if I can help it. I did do quite a bit of Advil this week, though, just because the headache was pretty bad. And so that was probably the only thing that I really did. But yeah, generally, I would say like when I get sick, I try not to take too much medicine. I just think it's it's like that like Eastern Western culture thing where Mm -hmm. I was like growing up, my mom didn't really have us take that much cold medicine or like 
any type of medicine and, and she would just do like the Chinese herbal soup and stuff. Part of me was like, oh man, I kind of actually wish I had some of that because I feel like that would be really nice on my throat <laughs> this week. But sadly, no Chinese herbal soup for me. <laughs> what about you? I'm kind of the opposite when it comes to medication. My body was definitely like 50% Tylenol this week. <laughs> I was just barely hitting that maximum threshold for the day every day because yeah the headache was really bad and I had really bad body aches like it was hard Mm. to move and then I really like having spicy things when I'm sick for some reason so I Mm. I used to always have like the spicy shin ramen um, when I was sick but this time I just had the the dry like hot chicken Korean ramen which is actually even more spicy (laughs) and I'm a big believer of like just drink a lot of water because I don't know why my mind is like you can just pee the virus out even (laughs) though it definitely doesn't look like that but I drink like like my water is clear the entire time Mm -hmm. or my pee is clear the entire time and I feel like as a kid my mom would be like oh you have to like eat a lot of fruit when you're sick and then I just associate citrus with vitamin C and I'm like vitamin C mm-hmm. cures all so I always eat a lot of oranges <laughs> yeah you're always on that vitamin C game don't you have those, I'm like, supplements so on the vitamin C game even though I actually don't think I mean I think there's a threshold like you definitely should have a good amount of vitamin C and threshold but it's definitely not like the more you take the healthier you are <laughs> yeah no actually after a certain point I think you just start peeing it out too because your yeah. body can only absorb so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, for some reason this week, I was also craving both spicy things and then also chocolate when I was sick, which is really weird. Yeah. Which also made me feel like this whole like illness was very different from any other ones. Because actually generally with other colds and stuff, I just have no appetite when I get sick normally. But this time I was like really hungry all the time. (laughs) Me too. And I was like, oh, maybe it's because my body's working so hard. Yeah. (laughs) I was like starving. It was weird. Oh, I do love having chicken soup when I'm sick as well. And Yoav's mom dropped off some chicken soup for us. Oh, yum. Yeah. We just got drop-offs from all the parents. (laughs) (laughs) Anything else other than chicken soup that you love to eat when you're sick? Porridge. Mm, me like too. Kanji, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was definitely my mom's also like sick food for us. Like no, no sodium, no yes. like broth or anything. It's literally just the rice and water. <laughs> yeah. But that part wasn't good to me. I wanted the, the toppings. Salty. And yeah. yeah. And the last question, as we're all starting to get better, what cheers you up when you're sick? So I think two things probably one is just internally like binging Netflix and just being a couch potato that definitely is just like one it's like a little bit of a luxury and then two I don't know you just like really don't want to do anything else so it's like a bit of an escape just to watch you know random stuff on TV and then I guess specifically this week what really cheered me up was just like our group message with everybody who was suffering Mm -hmm. through COVID yeah I don't know I feel like we were particularly active on messenger this week and it was super funny and everyone was just like cracking jokes and like sending memes and ragging on each other and I just thought that was super fun and then I guess one other thing is I also just really like when 
I'm sick and Casper is just super sweet to me. <laughs> like he'll like go, I don't know, like reheat my tea for me. Or if he's not sick and I'm sick, then he'll like run out to Walgreens and like get me my snacks and stuff. So mm-hmm. that definitely cheers me up. <laughs> That's sweet. Acts of service. <laughs> <laughs> and gifts. And gifts. Yes. <laughs> what about you? Likewise, I really enjoy just binging Netflix or a movie when I'm sick. Though this time I like I felt the brain fog, which is something that isn't as bad when I'm usually sick. So to add on to like the differences between COVID and maybe the regular flu, I felt like the brain fog was so bad I couldn't concentrate on the TV shows sometimes. (laughs) That's how much of a potato I was. Oh man. And then I also, yeah, the group chat, I I just like the feeling of camaraderie or like Mm -hmm. having something to look forward to at the end of like some light at the end of the tunnel. So that's why the DoorDash thing was really exciting to me because it was something to look forward to for the weekend, even when I knew it wasn't going to be as exciting as we had originally planned it to be. (laughs) And I also just love ordering delivery for myself when I'm sick because that's definitely a treat and it's not something I do that frequently so it feels Mm -hmm. again it's like well if I'm gonna be sick I'm gonna reward myself during (laughs) this time at least and then yeah I guess those are the main ones I also feel like after being sick just like that first breath of fresh air you take is so much better and I'm just like so looking forward to being outdoors and with people again once we're all done quarantining and isolating especially because it has been a really sunny start to the year Mm so I'm excited especially next week's going to be a long weekend too so I'm excited for yeah having some fun plans then yeah did you go out to like your backyard or anything this week while you were sick yeah, and I did take some walks in the early morning when like no one's around yet with the mask on and it was just nice to get some fresh air. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's nice that we have a balcony here now. Like yesterday, mm-hmm. I just sat out there and did some reading yeah. and listened to the sounds of Mission Street. So <laughs> it was <laughs> Is nice. Is it loud for you guys? Like um, we hear have- street noise? We-, we can if everything else is off. So like if we're watching TV, then you can't hear anything outside, but because we're actually across the street from Arena SF. Um, oh my God. Yeah. Uh, so if we turn, time. yeah, like once the show was over last night and it was like silent for a few moments, I was like, oh, I can actually hear people out on the street. But generally like we have, I think, double pane windows and we are like pretty high up on the fourth floor. So it's really not noticeable. And at night when I'm sleeping, I, I've never noticed like that to be a problem. Well, I hope everyone enjoyed listening to this week's episode as Polly and I talked about how we've been feeling recently coming down with COVID and what our sick day remedies are. We really hope everyone out there is taking care of themselves. And if you do get sick, please don't stress out. Just roll with the punches as our New Year's resolutions are telling us to do. And it'll be okay hopefully for everyone I know there's some people who might suffer a bit longer and I hope you get the care you need if you're interested in more content from us don't forget to check us out on Instagram at yellow noise pod and we'll see everyone next week bye